All right, so this is the Worship and Nonsense podcast. Worship and Nonsense. Coming live from the Worship Pastor's <laughs> office. <laughs> Why does a Worship Pastor think this way, and how do they think? It's about the, the deep investment into others. Like, what is your brain the Worship teams, worship bands, question for you yeah what is your opinion of the genre title gospel being black christian music as opposed to christian christian music music. i think it's like anything else it's just like the i mean how deep you want to get right because you get into the actual studies of like even african-american like why we got a hyphen Right. Like there's so many things that my brain will Mm -hmm. try to rationalize and go, why is that so specific that we were taught? Right. And I, I, I always take credit for like my upbringing, but I was, I laugh at that too. Cause I'm like, I laugh at, I'm like gospel music. Right. What do you automatically think? Kirk Franklin, Willie McDowell, Tasha Cobbs. Why? Tasha Cobb has more, her music is more popular than a lot of Christian artists. Like, you listen to her old school stuff, Break Every Chain, doesn't have gospel chords. It's the most straight song in the world, mm-hmm. but it's gospel. Why? Because of her. So, that's I I how I feel. I just know what's up. I know what time it is. I, I think that it's an interesting label. I feel like I don't, when I think about music, just because my music brain goes there, I don't like the label, right? But I understand it. Like, I understand why. I get it. I watch the the uh, Grammys. I'm like... God, I can't. And I'm like, this is the funniest. Like, it's just... it's it's it. That's when the industry side that we always mm-hmm. talk about, the machines, that's when that comes in. And you start segregating the music out for the machines, for the awards, for the revenue, for the mm-hmm. control. Like, that whole side of the music business, specifically in Christian music, is hilarious. It works. Mm-hmm. It does work. Does it work? It does. It d- does it work for us? No, but I mean, it's a machine, man. Like, you got to categorize music. We were listening to some people last week, and I'm like, I, this is one of the first bands that I couldn't label a genre, and I thought that was hilarious that I had to label a genre for a band. Mm-hmm. My brain went to it. I was like, what are they, fusion hip-hop pop? Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, how come Christian music isn't country music? It's the same stuff. Mm-hmm. Same chords, different lyrics. What what doesn't make it country music? Just the lyrics, the dog in the barn and the the Chevy the tractor and the girl the tractor. It's good music though. You like do you if like country? A, oh, I love country. A, oh, a, I love it. If Thomas Rhett singing Christian song, would it be Christian country? No, no. It'd just be alternative Christian. Really, alternative? Mm-hmm. That's what they call it now. But you already gave oh, it a genres. different name. Um, that's what they call it. K Love, alternative Christian. Alternative. When There's Chris a country Tomlin Christian song live, or, no. Oh, oh no. Chris That's Tomlin made a country Christian album. Oh, did he? Yeah, there's Lady A on it. Thomas Rhett. Did it have Luke Bryant? No, Luke Bryant's the best. Let me talk about the. Uh, sorry. <laughs> what do you think about that? Same question to you. I ah, should do what that. Do you, what do you think about the label of gospel? Yeah, I have similar thoughts. I think one of the things that just irks me about it is like, like I know, or at least I understand some of the history of what gospel is 
like from slave days, all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Yeah, absolutely. It was literally singing the gospel over ourselves yep. in order to survive. Mm-hmm. So I get why it's labeled gospel in that sense, but it's just like, can we leave the gospel what it is, which is Jesus? Jesus. It's not a music genre. It's not black people music. It's Jesus. So my mind goes to like what you said too, but also like keep the reverence of like what the gospel is. Yeah. Kinda, you That's know? Interesting. So, wow. mm-hmm. Yeah. So here around here we try to uh we use different we, we we try to play music that is culturally diverse. We try not to use the word gospel because mm-hmm. whether whether you sing CCM or you sing culturally diverse music mm-hmm. we would say yeah. um you're you're singing the gospel hopefully. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> uh you are singing the gospel. So yeah, in our pursuit of whether it's been singing in Spanish yeah. or it's been uh, singing uh, more diverse music that represents more cultures, whether that's hopefully one day Hispanic, but right now it's more supporting uh, black culture, um, that it would not just be called gospel mm-hmm. because it it's like a name that's stuck, basically. Oh, yeah, totally. It's and well, so, the name to label people. Yeah. Oh yeah, the white people. Yeah. Let's be real. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> straight up. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. yeah. Today it's the label. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. So around here, that's what we do now. So are you telling me that we're about to be singing some Maverick City? We have already. We what? Sung Maverick City. Yeah. I've never heard one time. What? Oh, maybe it was before. No, yeah, it was since probably he's before been him. Here. But since he's been here, we've Mm-mm, no one. Not yes, really. we we have. I don't know if you've been at church. When we what did, you mean, you, I'm not you calling you out for coming to church or not. I'm just saying, since you have like been, <laughs> we have we, definitely, we pull, at least we pull from, a I'm pop. on the email too. I get the set list. We pull, <laughs> we pull a little bit. What I would say is, oh gosh, gospel, a deeper well. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, what I would, <laughs> I, I would, like, yo, what you, I, know, I, like, I would say it's this? a deeper well of diversity. Because I believe Maverick City was made to bridge the gap and be a little bit more palatable. Um, and I, I totally respect that. Um, I get what they did. But, but I want to pull the songs from the United Pentecostal International Church that is just deep, well-rooted in, in what they would call gospel music. I would, I would call really diverse music mm-hmm. or um, wait wait say that again you're pulling songs from who one, one of them is from the united pentecostal international church what is this song called uh it's called thank you jesus for the blood by charity gale so she is a part of the upic and then there's another song by a guy named draylon youngs it, it, he sings forever amen uh and we're singing these songs we have, we have. they've been in rotation like the last Weeks? No. Yeah. So yeah, last month. Forever Amen, we sung probably... Well, that was like fall kind of. Yeah, three months ago. But thank you, Jesus, for the blood. That was last month. Is recently. And then uh, We'll Sunday. play it this week, too. Um, but then... So no gyra? Well, I'm not going to play gyra. You know that. I'm not going to play gyra because of the lyrical content. What about Wait On You? So Actually, I did hear a version of that. Where uh, they're the called they're called free worship, and they took the first they took the first verse out, oh, verse. and they they played the they played the first verse chorus, and then repeated the first verse. And I wasn't I wasn't 
like, oh, it's missing. Lean back? I, I do know. Lean back is like, how do, that's, that's not culturally diverse. The music is not. Why not? Whoa, what version have you heard? Of nah, look up this guy named Dr. I forgot his name. Dr. Yeah, the guy that sings that's that. his verse. That's his verse. Maybe he's with another. It's, another it's group still Capital City, but it, it was not. <laughs> the chord, the chord, and the melodic structure were very. I mean, they wrote it that way. I mean, I just want to hear Driver, bro. That's all. Can y'all help me out? Do we uh, need a deep dive on why we don't sing that? Why don't you just say it? Have we you guys talked about it yet? We did. We but talked not, not, on, not pod. on a podcast. Why don't you talk about it? We don't sing Gyra at our church. Why I don't necessarily listen to Gyra in my secret time. Or why it's not on my playlist what in my car. What does that mean? In my secret prayer closet <laughs> with Jesus. It's not really a secret because it's out now. But. It's out now. <laughs> me and Jesus <laughs> are together. He's just, call, he's just calling He's my it, husband. Like. <laughs> I just made that weird for everyone. But it's true. <laughs> Anywho. Uh, <laughs> Okay, so this is the control that I have on yeah. this podcast. This, this could be ten minutes. <laughs> but I'm not gonna do it. Okay, so we're starting with uh, Aaron. Aaron's gonna. Why don't you read the lyrics again of the first verse? the The verses are the biggest issue for me because there is a section of the song that is completely sh- scripture. There is. Uh, if he dresses the lilies with beauty and splendor, that's all. This is literally Bible. Um, but so let's go ahead and reverse one. <clears throat> I'll never be more low. Why so low? Than I am right now. Okay, stop. Problem. Problematic <laughs> already. So this is where my problem is. When we sing that, that is what I would call a momentary gospel. That and our God is not momentary. That that when I am singing, I am never more loved than I have never been more loved than I am right now. Says that. Jesus loved me differently from eternity beginning into eternity end. And right now he has more love for me than another moment, Mm -hmm. which cannot be biblically true. Cannot be biblically true. No. Because he loved me before the foundation of the world. And his love did not roller coaster for me. So your face is squinting, and I'd love to hear why. Yeah, me too. This is a dialogue. Because I, I know where this is. This whole thing's going, and it's fine. This is the hard part. This will, this will, this will, this will hurt me. Is if we do that to every song or every lyric, we have to do that to every song of all of. of so this is the differentiation. So all the- of them have no, 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 no. no. They, Every song, you have to go line by line and tell me that all of it fits this criteria. Same reason we don't sing Champion. Every song, though. Every song. Every song that Pretty goes... Because here's my brain. I'm there's an antagonist. We've, I'm an antagonist, though. So what my brain wants to do, my flesh, wants to go and look up every single song... That I sing. Yes. That and I want sings. you... I want okay. you. Go ahead. Go for it. This is what we do. do. I'm not going to do that. You I'm can. Not do that. That's my flesh. You can. This because, is what we we try to do. We this even every rewrite song. music. We do for this reason. So here's here's the caveat. My mature Christian brain actually appreciates it because I go here. So that's really admirable and that's super awesome. <laughs> that aside, because she doesn't know, doesn't yeah. know who yeah. I am on the pod. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so here's the problem. Because we don't have to do that no more. I get mm-hmm. it. I understand. 
the the hard part for me is that when is it just a good song? You say you don't listen to you. Say, we I talked about church, this a little bit yesterday. I understand the church angle. You're protecting the flock. I get all that. I get no, all yeah. that. We talked about when this a little bit yesterday. Not, like, do you not listen to Jiry either? I don't like. Guys, this is no, a great like, song. Dude, you don't have to convince me. I like it fine. Lyrically, I do agree, though. There are things in it, like, even the next line. Let's see. Uh, what's the next line? It doesn't uh, take a trophy to make it It does cry. take a trophy. It took Jesus. <laughs> what? But is it that literal? Like, do you think the creator of the lyric? Is it that literal? I would argue You it's can't not. think about... Okay, you, that's fine. I disagree. So, there's two interpretations here. There's our interpretation mm-hmm. and the interpretation that I would hear from Chandler himself. That And I can... My brain can go, okay, fine. You're an artist, and you had this interpretation of that. Do I still want to consider how it forms me when right. I sing it? Because even when I sing it by myself, I'm teaching myself something. So my interpretation of that already, when I sing it, I can't put my interpretation inside, uh, interpretation aside. So I know every time I sing that, I sing, I've never been more loved than I am. Right now, mm. no, I can't sing that. <laughs> and then even the, and the whole thing of like, I, on, and then can't. even the whole thing of like, there's nothing, um, nothing I can do to let you down. Like our sin does hurt the Lord. Like that, that teaches that almost teaches me I can do whatever I want because there's nothing I can do to to let the Lord down. Like I'll just live my life, you know. And so I I hear you when it's like, is it that literal? Maybe not for you. That's fine. I'm like a lyric nerd, so lyrics like hit me. And that's why I listen to songs. So mm. do I listen to Gyro? Like, not really, but it's not because I'm like, it's an awful song. Like, it has that, I get what they're trying to say on it for me. But do I want to have to always <laughs> configure lyrics in my head? Every, like, no, sometimes I just want an like, easy listen to the truth. trophy to make you proud. Actually, yes, it, it does, does but it's like, I'm, it. never, I've never been more in love than <laughs> I, I am right, right now. I've been well, that's like, not true. Here's <laughs> here's the thing too though I agree so I agree but the hard part is is here's here's an example here's how I consume music I did this with the last song the machine tells me that there's a new album that's out by showing it on my algorithms mm-hmm. and on my front page on my phone mm-hmm. right new music Friday new Christian music Friday top live worship name it right as a consumer of music I will get tired really fast of most songs, right? Mm-hmm. They're too long. Sometimes the live albums have too, too many spontaneous moments, like all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And this, again, this is one side of my brain. This is I'm putting on the the hat of the 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 group of people that experience like this, right? So go through the Hillsong album. I go and search for. I'm like, first off, what, what single are you pushing, right? Because you're gonna push the single, and I'm gonna subconsciously love it. Because you pushed it. You put albums out, you put music videos out, the live worship album. I'm or so opposite. The, the live worship video is out right on YouTube. It's yeah. trending. It's on my Spotify. It says single. Like, this is the best one. It has the most views. It has the most ratings, all that. And so I am like, okay, this is, this is perfect. I'm going to consume this song. I go to the top charts. And the top of the charts, I listen to the most popular song. Boom, boom. Boom, boom, boom. Bro, I'm not listening for lyrics. I hear the lyrics. I just want to hear how the song sounds. Song good? What's the what's the, the chord? I guess I hear the lyrics, but I don't interp- 
interpret them. I don't actualize them in real time. I just listen to the song. Is the song good? Is the chorus good? Does it make me feel a certain way? Next song. Is it good? I can't tell you what it said. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you. I can't even remember the verses. I just like, oh, I like Do you that think one. you should? Yes, obviously, but that's how the majority of people consume music. And, it's surface and I would, level. I would ask that they shouldn't. You can ask that, but yeah. the reality. And anyone of that it, I'm going to sit with and have this conversation, whether it's on a podcast or not, sure, I'm going to encourage them. Whether it's the the 40 year old dad that I have dinner with, or or the 20 year old that I hang out with, and I'm like, hey, I want to disciple you. I would ask that they would do that. I would encourage them. So, how do you encourage the normal person on the street? Not normal is a bad word. The person walking down the street, the non-worship pastor with a critical brain. Yes. How do you encourage the general person who turns on Caleb? That's what I want to know. Yeah, who turns on Caleb? Um, I, I encourage that person by saying, li- "Listen." So, music is like one of the weirdest things in the world. So, music has the <coughs> has needs no permission to enter your soul. There is a magical thing called melody that Jesus created that said, I don't need your permission. I'm going to speak right to your heart. Yes. Whether it's Christian or not. Yep. One of the greatest so let's, of all time. Let's be clear about yeah. that. And so that's why you can listen to John Mayer and go, oh, Every day. My soul. His live tour is yeah. coming out on YouTube. Because every, episode, every, yeah. every video, I'm like. That Ooh. melodic gift was given unto God. Whether he uses it for God or not, that's up to him. Um, so for me, I would tell that general person, whatever you're listening to has needs no permission. Doesn't go, hey, did you hear what I said? It doesn't gra- like ask for your attention. It goes, I'm entering. <laughs> And you come out five minutes later going, oh, I think I have a new formation and a new doctrine on this because the song told you. Because unfortunately, we create doctrines off songs. That's why we need to sing the gospel. So whatever you're going to listen to, your brain will create a a subconscious belief do you think it's yes? That because listen, deep. why the, is it that? Because deep? listen, there's people who have gone on stage and said the Bible says the God is God is mysterious in many different ways, and quote some dumb Bible verse they think is a Bible verse, and it's not because they've heard a pastor say the Bible says enough. So once a song says it enough and a theory comes along in a song so many times, your brain and your heart go, it's truth, and it's not. Why can't it kind of be true? Because if, it, if it's kind of heretical, do, do we want kind of heretical? Why not? Why not? Yeah. <laughs> I don't why want, not? I want biblical truth. You want biblical truth always? Always. What if someone doesn't know what biblical truth is? There are what, beautiful outlets for people to learn. What if they're like, yo, this is a good song? Sure. It comes back. Here's why I keep coming back to that. Because I think a lot of the times, this is what makes us great. Yeah. What makes us great is your your knowledge and your your convictions and your passions mm-hmm. are very strong. Yes. Oh, 100%. Which is amazing. You're a pastor. I expect that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always have, like, my secret weapon in our conversations mm-hmm. is always the dumb 
down common man because but i used to be the dumbed down common man i know and i'm not i'm not even saying you're not like no, <laughs> like, like you still, you're a human right but I'm, you idiot <laughs> but but because i i i promise you like we'll we'll we can talk our faces off just because uh-huh. that's i like we're good to talking yeah but it's it's interesting how the absolutes are for you they're absolute things mm-hmm. right and yeah. i one thousand percent have the same absolutes. I just have the caveat brain. I 100%. have the well, actually, like that's great, right? Like, yeah, heresy, sure, but also, bro, like, just like the Hillsong doc, it's happening. It's still gonna happen. Like, we can be the change agent to make an impact in the world for Christians. I think that's what this podcast. Is for these conversations do and help to get mm-hmm. some enlight- enlightenment, but I, I'm this never lost at me. The, you know the guy down the street. I use my 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 family, my extended family, mm-hmm. as perfect. Like I judge everything through them, and I'm like, are they going to know about that s- screwed up Bible verse? No, they're just gonna. It's going to make them feel good and. Hopefully one later day. Later in their transformation, it will. It'll mess hopefully, up. Hopefully one day. Here's where I get that, though. I look at it as a, a, a highway on-ramp. Hopefully one day it'll impact their life, and then they can learn these tools, right? But I got to get them first, and so it's not lost at me, lost on me, how people, right, use bad Bible verses, bad doctrine, lyrics in a song. So you want to be seeker-friendly with your music. No, not at all. But, but but your phrase says your phrase said, "I got to get them first. I can see how. Didn't say I got to. This comes I can down, see how. But this comes down to the whole the uh, Ark released a statement, the Ark Church Plant statement. Uh, they re- released a statement that said, uh, "Nothing short of sin. We'll do nothing short of sin." It's like, man, do you really want to teeter that line of like, whatever gets them in the door? You know, it's music needs to be seen as this is a topic that really needs to be hit. Music needs to be seen just as important as the word that's preached. We would all have a problem if a pastor got on stage, let's take the song and said, uh, Jesus is not the trophy. Jesus is a way to the Troians, he starts basically preaching modism and all these modes unto the Father. The Father is still God, but there are modes unto the Father, and Jesus is not the way. And he, his language is is beautifully artistic and doesn't allude to that, but it says that we would all have a problem. My argument that is some people would. Me and you, yes. Majority, I don't know. But is it not a responsibility to understand Absolutely. that that is a problem? Again, again, you, we will have, again, for our conversation, yeah. we're going to go in circles. We will always agree yeah. on non-negotiables, right? Yeah. Pillar pieces, yeah. right? My only ever argument of saying, like, the opposing viewpoint is because there's an opposing viewpoint. Sure. And majority sense of people that I mean dude I've been in the churches where it's some bogus like mm-hmm. doctrine spoke from the pastor's mouth and guess what okay well not not because now you have to go to the lesser of evils right mm-hmm. I can't control this right now no, right that's a right and right. I know it's wrong yeah so I had to go to okay what is God using this moment for okay is there altar calls 
okay, or, or did someone's life get impacted? So maybe they bump in and maybe they have a question or maybe they have an experience or maybe something wrestles in their house, their heart. Cause mm-hmm. I have to believe that God reigns through all the Holy spirit is prevalent and that can help discern and move people in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I have to look at the good and the gold in the horrible situations when that stuff happens. Mm-hmm. That's why I can listen to Jaira and appreciate the music. Mm-hmm. Right. Because I go, okay, this is just a good song that, hey, maybe this is the most popular song, Christian genre on Spotify. So maybe, just maybe, someone that listens to this will go to a church. Okay. Pray to God that that church has sound doctrine, biblically led, great people, right? It's not heresy. Pray, right? Mm -hmm. That's where my brain goes when I hear that. And I go, okay. Apart from the music side of me, it's like, it was a great song. The chords work together. It's emotional. But hey, okay, the 100 million people that have listened to that song, okay. Like, we just talked about the crossover between diverse, diversity and, and black people and white church. You know, like, I'm like, okay, well, maybe this will impact one of them, right? And so, again, I think the button it up, like, the specific pieces in those songs, Right and the lyrics, deep dive into lyrics. While you'll never be wrong, judging from me, and while again I appreciate it because I do attend the mm-hmm. church that you pastor at, and I'm underneath your leadership. Mm-hmm. Like I appreciate that. Yeah. Also, for me, my brain also has a hey. That that's A B C. Well, D mm-hmm. E and F is oh hey this song. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's working somewhere and it's impacting somebody's life. Mm-hmm. I get that. But hey, if this is a vehicle, it's mm-hmm. not the right direction. I get that. Mm-hmm. Like that's where my brain goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe it's not the right way on the highway. Like maybe mm-hmm. they're going too slow and they're not in the mature Christian lane. Mm-hmm. But dang, can they switch lanes to get to it? And how can they get on that ramp? Mm-hmm. Okay, and that that goes to because then you start looking mm-hmm. at my brain goes, what's corrupt? What's not? How do those people live that wrote it? Like all that sure. can permeate my brain. But I have to yeah. choose to think like, hey. Okay, this is changing. Like, it's working. Mm-hmm. It's changing people's lives. There's a mention of God. I know yeah. it sounds horrible, man. No, but, but that, that's, why I, that's why I chose to be a pastor at the kind of church I'm at. Exactly. I, if, I, if I really wanted, my resume can find its way into a 2,000-person two, church, and my skill set finds, finds me somewhere. That 5,000. Okay. Um, you've, you think highly of me. I appreciate that. Absolutely. You can, <laughs> um, you can do everything and sing everything in the <laughs> So I can I can find that my skill set applies me to that, but I chose the route that said this is more important, and so I will experience. And my this is why my brain goes that way is I've experienced too many people yeah. coming from churches that have that thought process. Whatever vehicle, I don't care the direction. Whatever vehicle gets you here, whatever gets your hands raised and gets me a number i've had those people walk in the doors and go we were there for 10 years and now we're looking for something deeper dang what a stump yeah so it's like we i've experienced that so much that i'm just going when i think of evangelism at this point i don't want to waste 10 years of someone's life Figuring out and going through two deconstructions and a marriage breaking down over faith because I could have just told them the truth up front and a church could have supplied 
sound doctrine and and all those things. So yeah, we we do hold the same absolutes, but in real like in reality, like there's room for me to be humbled here. I'm not. I am not know it all. I'm not a theologian. I am not Jesus. I didn't write the Bible. Um, but the reality is is that there are certain biblical truths that I will 100% hold absolute truth to because I've seen so much hurt come from them that I can't I can't think about the general. I I have to think about those who came through the doors and said this happened to me and I experienced this as a general. So my goal is to hopefully impact the generals that that doesn't happen to and go yeah. Well, hopefully I can make an impact. That's why I wrote – a Daisy and I wrote songs like He is the Lord because it's so full of truth. And it's it's CCM. It's full of goodness. It's full of that melodic catchiness. So, yeah, I will always fight that way. And I, I, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with it too. Yeah. That's why we exist. <laughs> 